Hey everybody, welcome to episode number five of Ramsey's Rockin' Roads. I think I got it right that time. <laughs> anyway, this is, I'm excited about this episode. Our first special guest, I want to introduce Timmy Claiborne here. Tim Claiborne, he's a Ramsey Asphalt, old Ramsey Asphalt alumni, plus now, exciting news, the owner of Apostle Asphalt Maintenance. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so, Timmy, yeah, welcome, welcome, yeah, welcome you. to the thank show. Yeah, this me. is yeah, this is exciting. You're out. So you're living in Tennessee. Yes. And you're out here for your sister-in-law's wedding. Uh, my niece. My oh, niece's, niece's wedding. Yeah, my niece's sorry, wedding. sorry, sorry, sorry. Niece's wedding. So that's exciting. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Nice, nice, cool. Well, yeah, no. I uh, the the reason I was excited to have you on is because a lot of the emails that I've gotten personally, a lot of the phone calls I've gotten personally have been unanimously from guys that are just starting out. Yes. Guys that are, they have questions about, I mean, I've had guys asking questions about how do I, how do I approach customers all the way from how do I approach customers to how do I figure out how much asphalt I need? Yeah. And I was like, you know, and sometimes I say, well, man, if you, you know, you need to figure out how much asphalt you need, you know, we need to, let's start slow here. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so, you know, what, you know, tell tell us about yourself. Tell us about, and I got some questions here if you don't mind. And then, um, yeah, yeah to start off. Yeah, tell definitely. Us about, That's, tell us about uh, I started out doing asphalt work when I was 19 years old. I got a job at the Santa Barbara County Road Department, and uh, started as a laborer. And I think it was around I don't know, maybe 2011. I was bumped up to heavy equipment operator there, and worked there for three more years. And that's when I left. I went to different up different companies I went to work for you and that's where I got a lot of my experience in paving mm-hmm. is uh I mean county I was paving maybe I don't know 5,000 tons a year and Scott is almost like 5,000 tons a week <laughs> there at the end so um but yeah I definitely got all my experience there and then just throughout all the years that I've been doing stuff and just have my hands and you know truck driving and fixing things and um supervising you know mm-hmm. when I left Ramsey yeah. I was a superintendent and um that's where i I knew how to figure for asphalt, but that's where I really got to engage with customers and inspectors and read job details and running crews and stuff like that. So, I mean, I have about 16 years of just being the shovel guy all the way up to running the whole asphalt division. So, um, leaving Ramsey Asphalt, we went to go look for a good life over in Tennessee and uh, worked for somebody else. And you know what? Just Lord spoke to me one day and said, you should be doing this by yourself. So, but... Yeah. That's that's where we got the apostle at. Nice, nice. Well, no, that's good. Well, <laughs> yeah. I said in one, I don't remember what episode it was, but I mean, uh, I said in one of the episodes, I think it was in one or two, episode one or two, I made the comment about, you know, that's, that's most of the time, that's how we start our businesses is because we're sitting there working for, you know, we're, we're, work, we're working for some a-hole making them money like well why can't i work for this a-hole and make yeah. myself well, money? i can't call my employer a-hole because he's sitting next to me so. yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah no definitely that's uh i think my last job I, I started feeling that because i was finding the jobs i was pretty much doing all the jobs you know shoveling running the equipment and then getting the money the only thing i didn't do was pay the bills so oh you I, were collecting the money even yeah too? i was collecting, collecting? The money. i was doing everything oh wow. So, wow wow so i ended up i mean at that point me and rain looked at each other might as well be doing well it you say yourself. well hell why are you doing so, it yourself yeah uh, exactly yeah that's it's just something i never thought i could do and just faith, well, we'll faith, get, faith we'll, pushes you into it yeah yeah we'll get we'll get into more de- in-depth questions on that so uh just so the audience knows how long were you with ramsey oh six years 
five five and a half six years I, I want to say okay from what well, wait uh, 2015 yeah 2015 to 21 21 21 yeah 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 okay six years yeah yeah and then what 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 were your roles what were your roles when you were with me not not that I don't know yeah <laughs> no, you should tell <laughs> yeah, me yeah why don't I tell no, you no when when you hired me it was to be a foreman so um, at the time you didn't have a foreman for the asphalt crew you're you're doing everything on the job and I remember you explaining to me you're having a hard time because you had to do the same thing you're doing the work mm-hmm. and then find the work and you're telling me how you're going through seasons where you'd go two weeks busy and then you'd finish and you're like, Oh man, I don't have nothing else going on. So that's when you reached mm-hmm. out and we met and mm-hmm. you hired me so you could be full time finding us the work. And then I was pushing the work and, right. and running the paper and right. running the cruise. Oh, and that was, so now, okay. So I'm glad Timmy's here cause now I'm remembering. So when you first started, we didn't even have, there was not even a superintendent role. No. No, that's so weird. it was just until maybe, way way later on. Yeah, it was like three years. It was, I was uh, with you Michael. For about, yep, Michael. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh because that'll be another episode. Yeah, that's but <laughs> episode sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> calling it out right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So you're yeah, and then so yeah, we didn't even have a superintendent yep. at that. So it was, it was. You're running, running jobs, yep. running the paver, and if you remember, jumping off, measuring, why, ordering the, trucks, call the plan, yeah, and that's yelling you, at the guys. You, you felt bad for me because I, that's what I was doing. I was running the equipment. I was, I was actually running the paver. I was running the crew. Then I was jumping off, talking to customers. I was talking to inspectors, mm-hmm. ordering the asphalt, dealing with the plant, and then mm-hmm. you're like, man, we need somebody else, you know. So that's when you you found Michael, yeah, to, to help me out on the field because I told it we went from doing I think we we're doing like thirty ton, forty ton job paving. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. driveways but we we're doing like two or three in a day yeah when yeah, i right. first started yeah. and then it worked up to at that point we we're doing like four or five hundred ton driveways and then also still doing like a 30 yeah, ton driveway after but just all that added oh, stress okay. and th- 400 tons and then another 30 yes. tons come on yes there's and, uh, there's a lot <laughs> no, of times I, or or uh the uh brian joseph patches too yeah i know yeah I know, we yeah. get well, done we with the yeah, we, we, we do, get yeah, done with the hard days like hey funny boy yeah, you got three more yeah, three more, you got three more yeah. jobs to go do yeah. uh with the leftover asphalt <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you have enough yeah so but yeah no that's you you got the superintendent on that time to, to kind of help with that so yeah but yeah we we had two superintendents and then i think you finally wised up and said you know what go ahead you're doing it yeah, so yeah that's yeah. when you told me to just yeah. go ahead and jump the truck well in. and that was i remember i remember i remember having the conversation with you because um one of the we one of the superintendents quit or we let go or something happened and then i remember you came to me and said hey scott what it, what would it take for me to apply for the superintendent and i was yeah. like well timmy i don't i mean what about the paper yeah well i can teach booter he's almost there blah blah yeah. blah and uh, Budro is one of the guys that spent literally, I mean, he's yeah, still he's, with, he's still with me. At that time, he was 15 years with you. Yeah, yeah and so here we are, at Ramsey. 20-something years now. And he and I have spent years and hours and hours. I mean, Budro, me and Budro, we've, we've burned through, we burned through uh, one Gilchrist paver, one Bomag paver, and two Lee boys, and yeah. And so, Budro's never had a new paver though yet, huh? Because you, re- no, you, you no, got the, that, that, you got that the first, new paver. That first 8510 yeah. that you bought was... You got I it. was still out there. Yeah. Uh, well, 
the one that you got, you, you had me come into the yard and I was still foreman at that time. You said, Hey, make sure you're at the yard at like five o'clock. And I was like, all right, whatever, you know, and I got to the yard and that's yeah. when Marvin came pulling in with that brand with new that brand boy. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, okay. oh man. So Buddha never yeah, got it. Was like Christmas he came hasn't, early yeah, he hasn't got a new paper yet. So, so yeah. So then you came to me and said, Hey, Buddha was almost there. Let me take over superintendent and then I'll, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get him up to speed where he needs to be. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because we pulled Booter over, and then that's when Hedda and Oscar they uh, Oscar ran the roller, and and uh, I told you I could train them both on running the dummy side of the paper. Mm -hmm. So Booter had somebody, and yep. that's what we ended up doing. And then the guys that run the vibrate plates, uh, Jose and Chivo, and those guys, and um, we pulled them up it on just, the roller. Yeah, so it every just, it yeah. was awesome. All the guys were happy because it instead of having just one guy come ahead of it, of us, we gave everybody yep. a promotion at that yep. time. So yep. no, that's right, that's right. And I, I will tell, I will tell. This is some advice for Timmy with his new business, and this is something that that I still take to this day. I've never had good luck. I mean, I've had some success, but I've never had exceptional success with hiring guys from other companies. All of the success that I've ever had, let's just call it the best outcomes I've ever had is, is promoting from within. Mm -hmm. if, if we can take a guy, tweak him a little bit, teach him, hey, you yeah. know, you gotta figure this out. If you want the promotion, you want more money, you want yeah. more responsibility. And, and I wanna it's, say it's, it's always. And I wanna say it's probably the caliber too, like a laborer, somebody come from another company would be fine. But when you're when you're looking at management, like a foreman or mm -hmm. somebody that's gonna really run the crew, if you have somebody coming in that don't really know the process of how the that asphalt company works, that's when it starts getting mixed up because everybody knows how to, one way to do it. It's usually the way that Scott likes to do it. When you have somebody comes in and try to change everything, they're like freaking out because they don't want to be yelled at and mm -hmm. this guy's coming in. So I would definitely say when it comes to upper management, when, once you start bumping people up, that's it keeps a lot of happiness in the, yeah, the company. The, com the, the camaraderie continues. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention it gives that guy that's just started on the shovel that hope that maybe one day he'd be leading the crew. Mm -hmm. So he'd, when, mm -hmm. when everybody starts seeing promotion, then they're like, well, you know, this is a good place to be because maybe one day I'll be that guy in that truck. Yep. Oh. Yep. No, that's good. Yeah, no, I, I've had, yeah, no, I, I've had the best, the, the best results with, you know, hiring from within. Um, so getting into, getting into uh, your business now. So you, you touched on it a little bit, but what, what changed in your life to make you want to go out and start your own company? I think just faith, you know, it's, I, when I moved to Tennessee, I really started, uh, I, I found Jesus, you know, and I started going to church and, um, I joined a discipleship group and it just started pulling on my heartstrings, you know, that's watching other companies operate, you know, sometimes, I mean, you know, working with other companies, they do things that you're like, man, I don't like them doing it that way, you know, so, mm -hmm. and that pushed me to create my own, you know, slice of paradise with, with Apostle Asphalt and, um, just my outlook is trying to really give back to the customer and, and, and sell quality and just, you know, and. I think the biggest thing is when I was going through discipleship is pushing towards uh, starting it and I talked to my wife, we didn't really have a lot of money, mm -hmm. you know, so it, it was very hard for me and I was like, man, this, and especially not to talk about the, uh, the economic that we're going through right now, that's everybody's mm -hmm. like, you are crazy trying to start a company up right now. Diesel was like six bucks a gallon. That, yeah. was, that was back in Tennessee. Yeah. 
And at that time, I think it was like $8 here. Well, tell the viewers what happened your first year. Because you, you told me yesterday when we were chatting at the office about you picked the year where you normally you get six inches of snow and yeah definitely that's yeah but uh, so Maryville Tennessee we get like since six inches of snow a year you know we don't we Max, get, and that's yeah consistent. we get we get some dustings uh, usually by lunch it's, it's burned away you'll get like one or two like heavy like three or four inches and that's it you know and then I started the company it was in February like the end of February I remember like okay this is it I was feeling good You're ready myself, to go. Ready to got go. Got all your equipment ready. Yeah, I got the equipment, and I swear there was like six inches. Uh, six inch storm came in, and it lasted like three days. I, there was just <laughs> nothing but snow. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Right now, I started laughing because I mean it's faith based, and and uh, we're getting ready to work. I finally started getting some work called in, and we're getting ready to start seal coating because season was finally here. And then we get another late dusting of six inches. It's like, oh, man, you just can't win. You God. know, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah, go yeah. figure. You yeah. know, invest all your money you have to, to open a company. I had a full tank of seal, and here we are waiting. But, you know, I think that just shows faith. You know, I had faith in doing it, and I listened to him, and I were pretty successful this year, I believe. Yeah. You know, that's uh, yeah. A lot of people told me that we were crazy, and, and we actually had a lot of clientele, a lot of customers this year, and still got maybe about six, seven more weeks to this, this season, so... Nice. Still got I still got some days to work. Yeah, I still got good. some clients. I still got bids that just got signed while I was here. Yeah. So nice. No, I think and I and I mentioned it. I mentioned it several times in all in several of the other episodes that I I really believe that when it comes to running a business, starting a business, continuing to operate, because we're we're always tempted. You know, yeah. there's one episode that I know you haven't seen yet because it hasn't been it hasn't been aired yet, but there going through 2008 2009 2010 there's always temptation out there there's yeah. always temptation to well you know instead of paving three why don't we go two and a half oh yeah definitely you know you're like man i could really use that cash right now well, I, and I got like, payroll on we were talking about the other day or showing up to somebody's job where they said you know what i don't really have the money to do an overlay i just really want you to code it and i mean it's com the asphalt's completely just gone away it's not going to last and it's like what do you do because you really need the money do you do it or do you not? And I've always learned, you know, take a step back, tell the customer, save that money for next year and do the right thing. You know, that's don't don't just go out there and paint it black because it's going to be a waste of money. It's going to fall apart. For sure. You're not going to be happy with it. You're going to be calling me. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, we've been in everybody's been in that situation. Yeah, you know, when sure. the customer don't get what they want and they're they're frustrated, they're going to call. So. Yeah. But, exactly. And I think that's the one thing that you told me when I first opened my doors is the one advice I could tell you is be honest. Yeah, be honest with your customers and yeah. they'll see that yeah. and that's what we've always done well and that's the thing that's a still when I go out on a sales call even even to this day and I'll tell the people this and I don't I don't have a problem telling my customers or, or telling anybody I look at everything as if I own that property yeah definitely. you know I'm taking I'm taking my 30 something years of knowledge you're taking your 20 something years worth of knowledge and you're bestowing that upon the people Hey guys, knowing what I know because they don't they think I mean they google some stuff and yeah, they look at pictures. Yeah, <laughs> they think they're they think they're Google experts, but they don't really know the ins and outs. They don't really know what the final outcome is going to be. Yeah. You say, "Hey guys, man, I I mean, if this were my home, knowing what I know, no having the experience I have, you know, this is what I would do. This yeah. is, you know, this is this is not what I would do because of A B and C." And this is what I would do because of A, B, and C, and yeah, and just be yeah. just be straight with people. And 
Yeah, definitely. And I had a couple customers this year um, where I was even up front with how uh, right now Silco's three dollars and eighty cents a gallon. You know, that's last year cut. Uncut? That's uncut. Uncut. That, that, yeah, how, that's, how much? That's concentrate. Yeah, three, concentrate. $3.80 $3. a gallon. Oh, man, I thought it was expensive here in California. Yeah, no. So holy, that's, the, that's, that's just coal tar out of uh, Sealmaster. So, and like a lot of customers, I told, tell them, you know, like, because right now when you have a small driveway, it that costs a lot of money for, for you know, the gallons. And they're like, man, you know, three years ago, it only cost like 400 bucks. It's like, well, yeah, but that's mm -hmm. how much product is and then not to mention diesel and stuff like yeah. that so it's like hey man just your driveway looks good just hold it out till next year because hopefully everything if everything starts coming down you get a better price mm -hmm. for yeah. sure yeah and if a better price comes on I'll, I'll give you a call I'll, I'll let you know when things start coming down yeah i mean at the end of the day that's all that i mean really at the end of the day that's all you can do yeah because to have a business we're here for the customer you know that's where we're here to please the customers and and that's my goal is, is to make sure they're happy they get what they wanted and yeah you know because like you said that you you do things like it's your own house and i want to treat people the way i would like to be treated mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know yeah well and that's the thing i and i and, and i know you're going to remember from all those safety meetings we did over the years but one thing that i always reiterate to the guys on our monday morning safety meetings is is and i'll 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 use the same thing because this is something that most men can understand you know, it's you know when you talk to people about the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated, yada yada. It's hard to it's hard to really interpret that, to internalize that. But you know what I've been telling, and I'm sure you're going to remember what I tell the guys. I say, guys, do the job like it's for your mama, yeah, or your grandmother. You know, most guys aren't going to screw over their mama. No, they're not going to screw over their mama. They're no, not going to yeah. screw over their grandmother. Do the job like it was. You know, if yeah. if the guys came, if if and my guys, my guys aren't perfect, as we all know. But if they if if they go do a job for somebody, they're not going to leave bottles and coke yeah, cans yeah. on. You know, and if some if a contractor came over to their mama's house and they were and the contractor left stuff all over the place, yeah, they jacket, would call them. Yeah, jackets. They'd be the first one. one. They'd yep. be, Buddha would be the first one to call. <laughs> hey, come pick up your crap. Yeah. But why is it that he's the first one to leave crap on people's jobs, yeah. right? So yeah. anyway, so that's what I always, I try to tell the guys. I know it's in one ear and out the other, but sometimes, you know, it's not, you know, you say something, you say something enough times, something, something yeah, sometimes, sticks. Sometimes, sometimes it sticks. Sometimes it sticks. So. so, or at least hopefully it sticks to the ones around them to, to kind of help pick up, you know, that's, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's what I've always had luck on is having to select few guys that did take the time that would, at the end of the job, would walk around, pick things up and, yeah. you know, you still have the guys that have been there for a while and they're like, you know, I've been here forever, you know, it's yeah. not my job. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, well. I, I, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to digress a little bit, but at the end of the day, and you mentioned it a little bit, at the end of the day, it starts with management. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you being the supervisor or me being the owner and, and or, well, when you were the supervisor for me and me, the owner, if you, if the guys see you and I out there picking up cans, yeah, definitely. I mean, that, it says, that a, lot. says a lot without saying anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the days out when we we're paving, you never went out there just to stand there and watch. You're definitely on the paver, you're on the roller, you're on a on a rake, on a shovel. And I mean, that's something that I always held, held true with, especially the last company I was at. I was never one to just stand there to watch. You know, that's, right. I, I like being on things and leadership, that's what it is, is, is showing them how you want it done, not right. telling them. Exactly you know? right, And yeah. they, they see you doing it. If they see you shoveling, they're thinking, well, 
my boss is over there shoveling. I better grab a shovel mm-hmm. or else I'm going to be let go or, yeah. you know, that's so well, I want a promotion and, and here he is busting his hump and, and right. not doing nothing. He's no, no, you're right. That. Well, there's, there's, I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of books out there on leadership. There's lots of books out there on teaching people how to be a good manager, be a good leader. But there's one quote that I read and it said the best type of leader is a leader that is indistinguishable from its followers. And that's how I like to be. I mean, if I'm out, like you said, if I'm out there on the crew paving, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want the person to know, oh, the owner's out here on the machine. I want to be indistinguishable yeah. from the rest of the guys. Yeah. I wear my Ramsey beanie, I put my head down and let's go, let's pave. Yeah. You know, and so that's been my, that's been kind of been my management style is, you know, let's be, you know, and even to this day, when I go out there and I look at, look at jobs, I don't, I don't introduce myself as, you know, you know, it might be like when they talk to Laura at the office. Hey, who was that guy that came out? Oh, it was the owner. What the heck? Oh my yeah. God. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, then they're starting. Now they're thinking, yeah, yeah. Now they're thinking different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, all right. So, um, did uh, simple question. Did you have a business plan? Um, I, yes, I did. Before we started everything, me and Raina sat down and, and we talked about what we wanted to this year to look like. And, um, we talked about finances. I actually called up a uh, financial advisor that helped me out because I was going to, I was looking to borrow all this money to get like top of line stuff. And he told me, no, man, he, he looked at my credit. He said, your credit's fine. Everything's fine. But what you're doing, it'd probably be best just to go get something to start and uh, just start out that way, you know, and, and maybe in two years, then you can start upgrading all your equipment because you being just starting in business, you don't really have a lot of business credit. So mm-hmm. when you go out to try to finance, and I, at the time a, a Sealrite 700 gallon tank was $42,000. So he said, you're going to be paying on that, which he, he explained, it is good to have debt as yeah. a company. You but, need it for the Yeah, but to start off with debt is never good mm-hmm. because you don't know what you're going to go through. And I said, you know what? That's right. So that, that way winter time comes. Right now I have a trailer payment and a truck payment. So mm-hmm. my winter is in. And right now I have my winter set up where I should be fine to be able to start in March. But he told me you got to make sure you have a little bread basket to be able to get through winter. That way after two years you should be more established. You'll see what kind of overhead you have. And then you could start updating your stuff. You could start yeah. getting what you need. And well, and especially, and that's for the viewers out there. So I'm a California boy my whole life. Yeah. So for us, and a lot of people, a lot of customers, like especially this time of year, we're in October of 2023, 2022. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. We're in October 2022. And I, when I'm going out on my sales calls right now, I'm, I'm reminding people, hey, if it's a seal coat, Hey, we need to make a decision pretty quick here. Yeah, definitely. And so a lot of or, or chip seal. Hey, we need to make a decision pretty quick yeah. here. We only have about six more weeks worth of work left, maybe four weeks worth of work left. And so that's what uh, a lot of people a lot of people are surprised. They're like, well, what? Do you, how do you survive in the winter time? And I said, well, we're still grading and paving. That's not yeah. a big deal. We grade and pave. So being a California boy my whole life, now I have to empathize yeah, with it's, you it's, because it's a legitimately. If you don't have something saved, no, you're at McDonald's. Yeah, so, so literally, you're going to be at yeah, McDonald's in, te- in Tennessee. The weather it drops around November, and we'll be getting forty degree days. 
to like 10 degree morning. So there is absolutely no. Oh, you're not doing nothing. No, nothing. The only thing you can do through winter time, you'll get some hot days. And when I say hot, I'm talking about like maybe 55 degrees. <laughs> so you might be able to sneak over, get a couple tons of asphalt, do some patching, you know. Um, fill holes. Fill holes. We've, uh, when I worked for that last company, we did a couple paving jobs during winter time. And it was more or less, it wasn't because we needed to, it's because the customer, they're shutting down and it's the only time they could really yeah. get it paving done so and then we told them you know it's going to be cold um it'd be better doing the summertime and well we this is our only shot so we we have done paving jobs in the cold and it's miserable it's hard but we and you got to work yeah yeah you got you got to get it done well that's what i tell that's what i tell you know customers call me and they're like oh man it's a it's a thousand degrees outside you, you're poor guys blah 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 and i say no don't you know and I, I could never say this if i didn't have the experience i have but i say hey man don't feel bad for my guys we would rather be doing it right yeah, now definitely. than in December. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's times, there's, and, and I'll tell the viewers, that which they're not going to believe, but, I mean, there's times in the summertime where, you know, you're going at a steady pace. You don't even really break a sweat. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're paving in December or January or February or November here in California, you're wearing a hoodie, you're wearing a beanie, and, and you are working so hard and so fast you are you are drenched. Yeah, definitely. You're to- then, it's so cold outside. You're totally drenched because you have to work so fast to get this. Yeah, well, and that's with working with hot asphalt in the summertime. You could stand back really quick and get a drink of water because your products want to stay hot. So yeah. when when you're raking edges and, and doing that, you don't tend to have to worry about getting it done so quick. Right. Winter time, like you said, you're oh, working man. really fast because you only home. got like 30 seconds to get that roller For on sure. what you're doing. Yeah. So <laughs> paper's going, you're right behind, raking really hard, and then you got the roller behind you. So yeah, but no, yeah, really. no summertime. That's I, I tell everybody too. How can you do that? Well, I'm already standing over 330 degree mix. Right. So I mean, it being 110 outside, yeah. I don't really feel yeah, it no. too much because I feel the heat of the <laughs> asphalt. So right. the guys that are walking around with the the, the rakes and shovels, they feel it because they don't stand on the paper exactly. So they don't yeah. have that hot screen. Well, and like I've said, like I've said in other shows, I mean, you have the the people don't realize. I mean, when you're on the machine, you've got the asphalt in front of you, literally underneath you, and then all around you. Yeah. I mean, if you're on the machine. If you're on the paver or you're on the roller, you're not getting away from it. No. There's yeah, no, no way of getting away from it. And then the roller is another beast because you're adding water to the asphalt. So now you're getting all the, the humidity off the asphalt, yeah. all that steam, the steam. coming off yeah. of it. So you, you really can't get, get away from it on the roller. <laughs> you're in a sauna all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So moving on, next question. Uh, this is a question about office bookkeeping experience. Um, well, I'll, I'll combine those two. So... Do you do you or Raina, your wife, do you, do you either one of you have office experience? Raina does. Raina. Raina has booking experience and office experience. And um, I walked in when you're talking about QuickBooks, and that is definitely off uh, an awesome tool. Like you said, you could put whatever you need in it. And, uh, yeah, it just tells you where you're at, you know, where, where your taxes are going to be, where, where everything is. So, yeah. But yeah, no, that's I was definitely blessed with Raina because she's that's all she's done has been been nice, office. Nice, so. nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, that covers those two questions. Uh, so I guess this is Janet. This is a, a general question. How how's it been? So what? So what year was uh, officially you started in twenty one? No. So my official date is like February twenty ninth of this year. 
was the day that my business oh, license. Oh, 22. Yeah, yep. When I, 22. Exta- when okay. I established my EIN number yep. was on February 29th, 22. Okay. Okay. So, um, so how's, how's your first year been? It's been really good. Uh, we talked about business plans. Um, when I first opened my doors, we sat down. We put we put a lot of goals in front of us where, where we wanted to be. One of them was I had a seal tank and I had a striping machine, and that, that was it. You know, I didn't have nothing else. So I told, we were talking about, well, we'd really like to go in the wintertime with patching equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I foreseen it maybe being until next year that I'd be able to afford to have um, a dump trailer, a fiber plate, you know, just mm-hmm. the, the general equipment. And we uh, were able to get that in June. Wow. Well, only like three months. I think three months through the season when I started working, we, we were uh, we're actually making enough where nice. we could afford that payment. And we, we ended up financing a trailer. And uh, But, yeah, I think we're, going, we're, we're doing pretty good. And uh, we were laughing about it earlier when we were talking about having those customers that – uh, I'm asphalt maintenance, but then when they see maintenance, they generally think everything. So I have a customer that I'm not just doing striping and paving and stuff. I'm demoing rooms and picking up trash and yeah, just, you know, exactly, and yeah. you got to find things to keep, keep you going. And yeah. what we talked about it being awesome is he's working with me where he's like, you know what? I got some rooms to demo. I got some guards to put on the ground. I got bollards to install and we're going to wait till winter time for you. Cause one, you'll be slow it down you won't have a lot of seal jobs and strikings going on and at least that'll get you through your winter so that's it's been a blessing to meet meet this client to to get that for me okay well and i think i always go back to i i think i always go back to that in business if you set out to do the right thing if you have the faith if you have thick enough skin and you have this undying faith knowing that it's all going to work out yeah it absolutely now now and i said in other episodes i don't know how that works it's yeah. the universe it's yeah. higher power well see it, I, I always is. question it's, you too because there's times where you're telling me hey we're, we're paving today and i say hey scott they're calling 100 percent chance of rain and you're like oh no we're, you, you got to go pave and we get there and it was like seriously you look up and there's like <laughs> just sunshine around <laughs> us and you're like it's raining everywhere else like yeah who's he praying to yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. but yeah we always joked about that because it's like everybody's excited for rain and, and you're like no we're paving we wherever we worked it never rained yeah. on yeah, or there was a couple of times where we were paving, and as we're, you know, the office calls, hey, it just started raining in Santa Maria. Okay, we got three more trucks we're going to put down, and then we're low. The roll, Simon's rolling. Yeah. He's doing the finished rolling, and we're loading the paver on the trailer, and then here it comes. Yeah, because I don't think, like, I, I don't yeah. remember any jobs working with you that we actually got, like, just rained out on a job. Mm-mm. So, and, and there's been a lot of jobs where they're calling for rain, and, and you'd... You look at the thing and you said, "Oh no, we'll be fine. We'll make it." And yeah. We always did too. Yeah, so know. It's, it's, that's, that's called faith, right there. That is faith. That is faith. Yeah, you gotta have faith. faith in it. So, uh, how are you looking? Because this is this goes back to one of our earlier episodes we did. Uh, how are you looking at and controlling profit margins, overhead? So right now, that's the one thing in business I haven't really. And I don't know because you probably answer this for me. I, I haven't made myself a paycheck on anything. So everything I've been doing, I've been controlling my profit. We've been putting ahead and we've been using, um, I've been trying to keep 20%, but then as I make enough, I've been buying things to try mm-hmm. to invest into the co- company. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one thing being so small, I want to see my company grow. I, 
we've been doing all right. It's been paying for pretty much for my truck payment. It's been paying my house payment and everything because that's where I'm working out of my house. So everything we're making is just going right back in the company, trying to grow it a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. So. Well, no, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, that's, well, I mean, it, I say that, I, I say that with tongue in cheek. I mean, 25 years later, that's how I still am. I oh, mean, well, I, perfect. Then I'm doing I something. Mean, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, really, that's how I, I mean, you know, my, the guys that work for me, my friends, I mean, they think, oh my God, Scott, you've grown this company this big and it's, but I don't have anything. I, yeah. I don't, I, I have, I have zero. Everyone thinks I'm sitting on millions of dollars and I know literally yeah. I don't have anything because I'm constantly growing this thing. And, and you talk about costs. I mean, I remember 15 years ago, you could buy a 10 wheeler for 125,000. Now oh, today yeah. that same truck is 225,000. Yeah. Right. Well, even, even a paver. Cause I think the, that brand new paver you bought at that time was around like 120,000. And I yep. was looking at a brand new paver, and they're like one hundred eighty thousand just for that yeah. same paver. Almost two hundred thousand. Almost two hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I was like, "Oh, you know, yeah. that's it's a lot of money." And and I know one day we'll get there where we can just get it. But I think yeah, that's one thing I've been trying to do is I have about twenty percent over for my material costs, and and if just in case I got a big mm-hmm. enough job, I could afford it, and then I got like another twenty percent that's going to be funding for my taxes and anything else, like all my licensing and everything. Yeah, that's good. Back up. Like your overhead. My overhead, so you're, yeah. So you, so you have your, like I talked in another episode, you've, you've, you've got a good handle on your overhead costs. Yeah. Which your overhead is, for you, it, it would definitely be your house, because you're not on salary yet. No. So it would definitely be your house payment, truck payment, yeah. quit, keep the lights on. Yep. That's your overhead. Yep. So, you, you know, you got to figure out, okay, you're doing X amount in a year, Mm-hmm. Well, X amount a year, you got to cover your overhead to keep the lights on. Yeah. But then you have to have extra money for to start back up. Well, you know, it, to feed the boys. Yeah, to feed the boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, well, got, that, you got three that, boys. You got to feed the boys. Right, Raina has an eight to five job too on top of this. So also that helps. Yeah, that yeah, helps she a lot. She, she does my books, and then she's also been working because that's one thing we talked about opening the company is like you know. I, she was a stay-at-home mom at the time, and yeah. before that, that's when she did a lot of office work. So I told her going into this, we definitely need to have something stable, especially for the winter time, because you never sure. know. So, and she did. She found a stay-at-home uh, working online, and nice. she does that at home. So she has two computers, and then she has my computer. Right. So somebody well, calls no, I mean, in, I was... she, she switches over to my computer, types whatever up, and then she's back on her computer doing her work for the day. Well, and... well no, but I wasn't really joking. Like if, if a California boy like me went to Tennessee and I wasn't really prepared for it, Oh man, and I'd be I'd be at McDonald's or yeah. Home Depot no, in the winter time. DoorDash, or DoorDash, yeah, or something. DoorDash. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, <laughs> I, that seriously. That's, yeah. yeah, no, that's we we've been talking about it too. If it gets that rough, I'll I'll definitely because when we moved to Tennessee, uh, rain a DoorDash, and it, it actually helped us get familiar with the town. So. <laughs> yeah, you learned the city. Yeah, well. definitely. Yeah. And she made pretty good money for for what she was doing. So we'd go nice. on the weekends, we'd drive around and and really get to see all the inner innards of the city. Nice, nice. Oh. Uh, so I think you answered this other question. Did you obtain a loan to start? You didn't. No, I didn't. But you, but you bought in some of you. You yeah, purchased definitely. Some I, trailers I, I had um, from my previous company. I had some money saved up, and then also uh, I sold a camping trailer. That's what really got my seal tank. But that bought my seal tank, and then the money I saved over twenty twenty one is what got me in for my overhead to pay for like my first take of seal. Nice. That also bought my uh, striking machine, my my paint, and everything. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, 
Did you have to hire? Was it? Well, you got your dad. You got Raina. Yeah. Because you you posted some videos. You and Raina started yep, out. I, Raina helps me pretty much on the weekends. Okay. If it's a big enough job, she has a paid vacation as long as she put in for it. So she'll put in for <laughs> vacation time and help me on the bigger jobs. Nice. And then I have a couple buddies back home too. I I help out. Excuse me. I help out another company um, as well. He's starting paving. So. There's already been three jobs where I, I helped him and then he's been oh, helping nice. me. So him and his helper are there. And then your pops is there. Yep. My, yeah. my dad's been there. You're going to break your dad. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to break him with well, your the, dad, gator, his, the gator, his, the gator his, patch. Yeah. <laughs> his dad's old Ramsey alumni as well. And yeah, between me and Timmy, we're going to break his dad for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> the first job he helped me on oh, because God. when he was with Ramsey Asphalt, he was the QC guy. He Correct. Went, he went out and met the customers, looked at the jobs, he collected the checks and uh, also, Did little touch-ups. Yeah, if there's little yeah. touch-ups yeah. that he'd, he'd be out there. So he always had a bucket of gator patch and, you know, had buckets of seal <laughs> and stuff. So the first yeah. job he helped me at, um, we get there and we jump off and he, the driveway was pretty pristine, but there's two alligators. Okay. So I grabbed the gator patch and I set it down and I said, hey, dad, you remember this stuff? And he was like, no, not that stuff. And he started <laughs> oh, laughing. Yeah. He actually took a picture and sent it to Scott. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. I cannot get away from this product. I know. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, what are you thinking for next year based on your backlog for next year? You think you're going to have to bring on a, like any I'm full-time think, guys? Or, I'm thinking oh, next year. Have one guy join? Yes. We, me and my wife talked about it. Um, next year, I'm definitely probably going to start off with one helper. And then my goal, um, I'm probably going to be getting a bobcat because I've been doing a decent amount of asphalt work patching. And um, if I get a bobcat, at least I can start working in dig outs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So For sure. But Nice. So what would you do? Uh, so let's just call it a year in. Would you do anything differently? Looking back? Looking back? I don't know. I think everything's been pretty successful. Um, probably wouldn't stress as much because I learned I would beat my head on the wall and just stress so bad over things and it always worked out pretty good. You know, that's, and I think that always goes back it to faith. It always goes you know, back to faith, man. And, and that's yeah. what he always tells us too, have faith in him and, and yeah. he'll provide, you know, he'll bless us. And I think that's the only thing is to not stress as much and just kind of enjoy it. You know, that's um, going into business, you know, that's one thing I've learned is we only live one life. Mm -hmm. You know, so why why not do what you can to better yourself and, and have a company? So we've been doing that, and there's been times where I have to take a step back and just look around and just smile. You yeah. know, that's what you created. For sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as most people know, people that are close to me, you, Timmy, Shane, most people that know, you know, I'm not necessarily a very religious guy, and sometimes I get a potty mouth on me, but, but I, I kind of cherry pick little phrases and things I like from different religions among the world and 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 one thing one quote that I that I heard that I really internalized this year and Shane and I were talking about it a couple of weeks ago a quote it says God's gift to us is life mm -hmm. now how we live that life is our gift back to God yeah so you know it's a nice little quote that you know and it, it's really true it's yeah, really true it is. how we're living our life is 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 our gift back and you know we're blessed with abundance and 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 on your point of not stressing so much you are a different guy going into the next season mm -hmm. absolutely you're a you're you're a different guy you're not the 
you're not this you you will forever be changed yeah definitely which is a good thing yeah which and, and i know and over the years the stresses will get different so like i'd be stressing my first job was only maybe a thousand square foot i stressed <laughs> you know that's nothing but when you're yeah. by yourself that's a lot that's right. like uh one handicap i think six lines and i think not even 25 gallons of seal coat you know and i yeah. was like man how am i going to get this and got out there got it done and i don't know why i stressed and yeah here at the end i'm doing these parking lots that are like 50 lines and yeah 300 gallons of seal and, and i was like man i can't believe i really stressed about that first right. job i did exactly you know, how small it was it took me literally like three hours to get it done and everything went right so i mean yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we're uh, two more questions, and then we're this is a, this is going to be a long one, Shane. Sorry about that. Um, two more questions. Where where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself? This where is, do you see the company? So this is an awesome question because this is a question that me and my wife, ever since we've been married, almost every year we ask ourselves that: where where will we be in five years? And my goal in five years is definitely to have a paver, have a couple dump trucks, have a little crew, and have an actual paving company. So, and that's what I'm holding probably, I'm, I want to try to have it quicker than that, but I mean, I'm just going to have faith, you know, mm -hmm. it's, I've got this far already put my faith in him. So I know one day I will be there. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that financial advice, cause I mean, I, I've over the years, I built Ramsey asphalt just really based on letting it grow organically. Yeah. I mean, I have never had partners. I've. I mean, obviously, I've had, I've had just like you, I've had loans on paving machines and loans on trucks and stuff. But really, aside from what the bank will lend me, that's really, you know, you know, if 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 I was telling the story the other day that if I want, you know, if at a point where I wanted a new truck, I'd go talk to the banker. Yeah. Hey, I want a new truck, and he would run my credit and look at my profit and loss and all that. Nope, you don't need the truck this year. Okay, I guess I won't be getting the truck this year. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I would let them tell me. Yeah, no, exactly. no, you're not getting the truck this year. Maybe next year. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. And yeah. you know, hang up. And, yeah, and yeah. that's that's the thing because I, you know, I don't have a lot of money, and I don't want to go out and borrow a bunch of money from somebody because then you're looking at interest and more interest on top of interest when you're borrowing for the paver and then the jobs and the guy. So like you said, I want to get it organically, you know, and, and not to mention, I want to train my guys, you know, and, and you probably went through that too, is having a couple guys that, you know, coming in, didn't really know too much and, and you train them well, the way sure. you, yeah. you really like it. And, for sure. And not to mention the ones that will come in and say they know everything in the world and they want that big price tag of, mm -hmm. of, of a salary and to find out they don't they have, really don't, they know. don't really yeah. don't know. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping next year I have a couple guys and we're doing dig outs and seal coating, just the glorified asphalt maintenance and just start climbing till the asphalt mm -hmm. to the paving. Well, and I think, I th and this is something I've learned over the years just by being forced to allow Ramsey asphalt to grow organically, I've been forced to kind of let the customer tell me, let the let let yeah i guess the right word would say let the customer tell me how we're going to be growing yeah because i mean i started out exactly like you i start you've seen the picture on my office yeah. where i'm a skinny little well, kid actually and, i started like you because you started before me yeah well, <laughs> sure. but but you know just a, a truck and a striping and that's it yeah you know and then and then the customers hey i'd like you to pay for me well 
I can go rent a paver from John Maxwell or Frank Daniels and you know I can rent a paver and okay I come over and pave it for me and you know the the customers kind of dictate yeah your plan you know the customer yeah. well don't tell me that because i've been getting a lot of calls on concrete and i don't really want to do concrete well, <laughs> but i mean, I mean that's, that's, that's what maybe yeah say. maybe that, maybe there's a, a need there yeah, yeah definitely maybe there's yeah. a need yeah so but no i hear what you're saying yeah that's definitely i think that's how we are growing too mm-hmm. is just um going off of what we're getting calls on yeah exactly well, on the last question, I should have read the first question before I read the second, but uh, how are your goals aligning with that plan? And I think you've already kind of answered it. You know, you're, you've, got, you've got a plan four or five years down the road, which knowing you and working with you, working with you literally side by side for so many years, I don't, me personally, I don't think it's going to take you five years, yeah. you know, for that, for that plan. Um, I don't think it's going to take you five years, and that's just just because I I'm an outsider looking in, yeah, and I know no, you, and like I know, you you and know I know you, yeah. and and like you said, starting your own business, you have these weird insecurities that come out like you're in first grade again. Yeah, right? yeah. how am I going to do this one thousand square foot little thing? Yeah, and then you're like nervous and oh that's not so bad, and no. then you know and then, I mean and and it's funny because we had a job what we do one point two million square foot at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Vandenberg Air Force Base was like 600,000 square foot, but it was a double pass. Mm-hmm. And, and here I am just worried, <laughs> stressing about something so small. Yeah, but I mean, it's true. I mean, I still, I mean, I, Timmy, honestly, I still get to that point, you know, days where I still have to go out and pave with the guys or I still yeah. feel the butterflies in my stomach yeah. and I'm nervous. <laughs> like, why do I, you know, I'll go, I'll go home and I'll tell Lisa, why do I feel like this? Or, you know, it's something I've done a million times and I still, but... But I think it's one of those things where when you're nervous, you'll always do a little better. Yeah. So if you never, if you never lose that nervousness, if, and that's the thing I told Shane with this new podcast, this new venture we're doing with all this, I want to keep the childlike wonder in it to where we're we're a little nervous every time. Cause I, I mean, I really truly feel when you're nervous, even when I go out and I feel like I'm meeting a big customer. I'm, I'm still nervous a little bit about it. So yeah. anyway, I think you always do a little better, but yeah. Thanks for, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for, for being on, me. thanks for being our first guest yeah. on, uh, I'm going to make sure I get it right this time. Ramsey rock and roads. So anyway, thank you guys. Thanks Timmy. Travel safe back home. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one.